Yo, what's good everybody? Welcome back to Diamond Talk and continue with our all-team drafts. Today we have Pat, who will be drafting for his Cub team. Man, Pat, how you doing? I'm alright yourself. Doing good, man. Can't complain. Yo, Rob and Nick, how you guys doing? Yo, doing good, man. You know, just sitting here with a little whiskey, ready to talk some baseball. Ready for these Corona Chronicles to continue with the Cubbies. There you go. Yo, that's just trademarked. Put it out there, somebody. Make sure make sure nobody <laughs> else uses that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so today, today we're going to be doing the Cubs. You know, a, a very historic franchise. Uh, one that, you know, might have changed in the last decade because they did something special that they had it done for like 100 years. So I'm, I'm sure we'll get, we'll get to that a little bit. You know, um, other, other than that, man, let's give you a little bit of background information on the Cubs. And, you know, as always, Nick is our resident historian because he said he's, he's been there. So he just took the stuff down. He just has a note notebook that he carries around, noting the shit down. So, so here we go, man. Chicago Cubs started out in 1870. They're a non-professional baseball team called the White Stockings. You know how old of a team you have to be to call your, your stockings? That's the kind of stuff we're getting into today. They became, <laughs> they became a professional team in the NL in 1876. They won their first ever pennant that year. Their rivalry then, just like the rivalry now, is the St. Louis Cardinals. Let's see. They, they met in the championships in 1885 and 1886. All right, let's fast forward. Let's fast forward some stuff here. Uh, the Cubs have the all-time best single-season winning percentage with a 763 percentage at 116 and 36 in 1906. God damn, that's a lot, that's a lot of winning in one year. Uh, you see Hack Wilson has the all-time season RBI record with 191 in 1930. Cubs have the have the highest single season batting average of 309 in 1930. Uh, Babe Ruth's called shot in 1932 was against the Cubs in the World Series. They didn't win that one, though. Uh, the curse of the Billy Goat happened in 1945. Uh, MLB's official bleacher bums started in 1967. Go Cubs Go became their theme song in 2007. All right, we're, we're getting places. Uh, the W flag was originally flown in 1937 along with an L flag. The colors were originally reversed. Now the white flag is a, is a blue W with the original blue flag was a white W. Some cool stuff. And now, now to like the, the really fun stat stuff. The Cubs have won three World Series titles, most recently in 2016. 17 NL pennants. They have 50 Hall of Famers. 16 enshrined of them as Cubs. They have four announcers in the Hall of Fame. They have 11 MVPs, five Cy Youngs, six Rookie of the Years, 42 Gold Glovers, and 24 Silver Sluggers. That is, that is quite some history. And I actually cut a lot of stuff out, which I'm pretty sure these guys will get to. And a lot of it was about some of the players like Ernie Banks and Billy Williams. So I'm sure we're getting to that. But, man, what, what a history there. That is, that is some old school stuff. All right, man. And that, that being said, are you guys ready to draft? Yeah. Who's, who's half blew up? There's an exit. What? What's going on out there? All right. Oh, my God. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Back out of the All right. You guys good? I'm good. Yo, Pat, you there, yeah. buddy? All right. Y'all, issues, all right. Hey, Pat, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Sorry about that. Oh, you're good, man. We just, we just hope you're all right. We saw, we heard like an explosion in the background. Yeah, we it, saw some it, chaos. It's, it's my old lady, <laughs> man. Like, you know how women just ruin everything? Sometimes totally joking. But no, yeah. She, <laughs> she turned the car on until my iPad and my iPhone jumped to my car. And. <laughs> All right, man. Look, we're glad we got that out of the way. You have the first pick, by the way, dude. Right. Have you thought about who your pick's gonna be? Now, do I get it? I, and I can select anybody I want. Anybody you want? Uh, I want Mad Dog. I'm gonna go ahead and take Greg Maddox. <laughs> Ooh. All right. 
Not surprising, man. I had a great career there with the Cubbies. Yeah, man, I wish he'd have stayed. We we did a terrible thing by trading him, too. It's awful. <laughs> is, he, is he your favorite all-time cup player? He is not, actually. Sammy Sosa is, man. Anybody who hits 60 home runs plus for three straight seasons, I don't care who you are asking. There you go. All right, man. Nick, you're, you're up now. Yeah, I'm on full tilt because I thought Greg Maddox was going to make at least a little bit. Uh, I'm going to try to do a little strategy, and I'm going to pick position scarce. I'm going to go with Ryan Sandberg. There you go, man. Damn you. I know. We got a right. All right. He's your first round pick. I mean, what what is there to say? He's easily the second best second baseman that the Cubs have had. I mean, he's one of the best second placements to ever play the game. Uh, as a Cubby, 282 home runs. Um, surprisingly to me, 344 stolen bases. So he was a deaf and power speed guy. So I was shocked at how many stolen bases he had. Uh, I believe seven gold gloves and seven silver sluggers. Pretty dope. Pretty crazy. He was good. All right. Cool, man. All right, Rob, man, what do you got? All right, so since they done messed up and they didn't take one of the most important Cubs of all time, I'm going to go ahead and take Ernie Banks. Yeah. First round pick. Ernie Banks. Mr. Cub himself. He is Mr. Cub. Oh, and then I'm about to get the swing, though? I'm about to get the swing, though? You got the swing. Oh, my God. Yo, you already know. You already know. I mean, you could just look at my name in, in, in in the... you know, recording like we're going. He's one of the few Cubs players I've actually enjoyed meeting. Like that's side <laughs> fact. Like I've met, I've met quite a few, and he's one of the ones where, like, when you talk to that guy, man, like you know, like him telling you that there were players in the league like Barry Bonds who have one arm shorter than the other by about two centimeters, so it allows him to turn on the ball better than a normal guy. Like stuff like that. Where else would you get that from? Damn, <laughs> that's not crazy. Yeah, yo, Rob, who's your second pick, Rob? Dude, Sammy Sosa. You already know with all the juice supply too. <laughs> There you go, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure Pat's going to be a little angry about that one. Had to, man. Wait, I, I didn't hear what like, you like, look, he, he, even, he even said it. Look, he said it doesn't matter what people think about Sammy Sosa, but, like, yo, you're just getting the stats. I mean, if you want to talk about PEDs, we can leave that talk for another day, but I'm getting his stats with the Cubs. And, I mean, Sam, there's an argument that, like, Sammy put up probably the greatest offensive stats, like, of any Cubs player. Slamming Sammy was definitely slamming, and now he's got – a different life, and he's doing some cool, weird stuff sometimes. But yo, Nick, we, <laughs> Nick, who's your second pick? Uh, I'm gonna go with Hack Wilson and take the, uh, the all-time RBI leader for a single season and number one on my board. Pick. I just went position scarcity, but Hack Wilson's number one on my all-time Cubby list. There you go, man, Hack Wilson. Yo, Pat, back to you, buddy. You got two picks right now. Ah. Uh. All right, one more time. Who can, I know I know Slam and Sammy and Ernie came off the board. I took Greg, and then he just took Hacks. You took Ryan Sandberg, and Rob also took Ernie Banks. Yeah. No, oh, man, Hack Williams is such a good pick, too. I'm going to go with Fergie Jenkins, man. Fergie. The original Fergie. I am. That starting pitching is looking good right now. Yeah, he got one and two off the board. Do you, do you think if Fergie Jenkins pitched in the 2000s, Fergie Licious would have been his walkout time? Oh, my God. I, I hope not. <laughs> oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> not in Chicago, man. Maybe in L.A., not in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then All right, man, who'd you use? Carrie Wood. Yeah. Carrie Wood. Ooh, I like it. Ooh, he's going with the pitching heavy. Yeah, word. Carrie Wood. Yo, were you able to see that 20 strikeout game when, when it happened? Uh, man, I was like five. <laughs> Yo, word. That, 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 that was, like, what, like 2000? It was no, pretty. That's a long time ago. Yeah, no, I wasn't literally that young, but yeah, it was. It was a minute ago. 
99, right? Something like that? Yeah, it was like 99, I was, I know I was like five years old, but uh, I don't know how, you, how old you guys are. I was 20. Nick. I was good. <laughs> you, were, you were 20? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nick had like credit and everything already. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now Nick, man, who's your, who's your third pick? <clears throat> so I know this is gonna piss off Rob for sure because I have you're you're I have, a, you're a piece I of have crap. the man's jersey hanging in my room. Uh, El Mago with the tag, Javi Crap, 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 crap. <laughs> crap. Yo, how, okay, okay, like real talk, real talk. Why is Nick already starting in the third round? Like he's already starting problems in the third round. Like <laughs> you have so much time to go, and he's already starting. Hey man, like it, it's twelve noon. Like it's time to go. Let's do this. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm gonna need another shot of whiskey because like he got me like already all hyped. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rob. You you got two picks now. It's time time for you to screw Nick. You, you gotta have sign up your sleeve. Oh my god. Man, I'm taking a look here because I'm less like I mean, there's a lot of good players in Cubs history. All right. I'm going to, since I got the swing, because I'm still thinking about who my second pick is going to be. So I'm going to tackle some of the, some of the pitching and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Mordecai Brown for my starting pitcher. Mordecai. Yo, look. That's a real person, Daniel. Mordecai. Yes, yes it is. He sounds like a street fighter, like character <laughs> and just like a random neighbor. Mordecai Brown. Dude, Mordecai Brown has correct. a 1.80 career ERA. I know that from being a stupid Cubs fan. That's crazy. Yeah. What what yeah. what era did Mordecai pitch in? He pitched from like 1904 to like 1912, and then like he joined the war and then came back and pitched the season in like 1916 or 17. Yo, Mordecai, get yeah. done. He's was it like 1.0 whip too for his career? Yeah, that's sick, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. The only the only reason the only reason why Mordecai Brown isn't the all time Cubs ERA leader is because. You had like Al Spalding, who like pitched like what, like one or two seasons with the Cubs, yeah. and then like they have his ERA at like one point seven eight. But like the real leader is like Mordecai Brown in terms of like longevity. Mordecai, oh man, look, that's a that's a great like Mortal Kombat name. Who, who's your pick after that? All right, uh, let's see. I got a lot of options here. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and then I'm gonna lock up third base and go with Mr. Ron Santo. So Ron Santos. Yep. All right, man. Look at that. Good, good for you, Nick. Man, you're up, buddy. Oh man, this is. So I get. To, I'm just gonna wait on pitching because there's, there's no reason not to because all the good ones are taken. Uh, now you could go with with favorites. Okay, so my fourth pick. I'm going to go with. I'm gonna take that position scarcity, and I'm 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 gonna take Wilson Contreras, catcher. Ooh. You know what, man? I, I understand best, why you he might be the best catcher in their history already. No way! Wow! Yeah. No way! Hey. Oh, all right. So this, I, this is gonna be this, this is gonna be a debate down the line. So I'm I'm excited to hear about it. I, I know I'm a little yeah. I'm a little uh, surprised that Wilson did go this early though. Dude, the the thing about the Cubs is like I wouldn't necessarily make the argument that like Wilson Contreras is like their best catcher of all time already, but like there is a legit argument that the Cubs like currently have probably like three or four guys on their roster right now who are probably gonna go down as like some of the top Cubs of all time. Yeah, they, look, they have they have a lot of good talent on that team right now. Just looking at just thinking about the guys who are who are there and who have been there. Chris Bryant, you know, MVP. Anthony Rizzo, probably one of the better first basemen in the majors for the last decade and a half. You know, we talked about Baez already. Contreras is the top catcher in the game right now. So yeah, no, there's there's a lot of good guys to pick from from the current roster that you know you could would definitely play a part in in Cubs history. Yo, that being said, yo, Pat, who's your number four? Um, so I'm gonna go with Chapman for. 
My fourth oh. picker, Alex Chapman's gonna be closing <laughs> for my pitching staff. For that half, for that half. <laughs> Damn. That half season, though. Yo, Aroldis Chapman. Honestly? I don't even hate on it. I was looking at that half season, too. Like, I might pull the trigger on that. Look, at the end of the day, the guy got you a ring. And that's kind of what you that's, you, that's what you play for. Like, you know, everyone goes into the whole value of when and where, and is this guy worth it? But I think. Unless he's facing Rajay Davis. <laughs> Pat, you're, you're a Cub fan, man. So, so I'll go ahead and ask you. Yeah. Do, do do you agree with the the like even now we're in 2020 we see like four years after trade would you still do the trade even though you know you're losing a guy like Labor Torres? Man, 107 years. Think about this. The Cubs had four generations of families who lived and died before they seen a World Series. That literally is all you need to say about that when it comes to what you do it or not. Damn, there you go. And I and I and I'm, I agree 100 percent with you. That's why I think like if you're a GM in the major leagues, yo, be aggressive. Go get that guy. I understand that. You want to protect your future, but the Cubs on one season have done more for their fan base than, let's say, the Dodgers, who've been very protective of their, of their assets and things like that. Sure. But that's a, that's a discussion for, for another time. But, yo, Dude, who's, who's, wait, one, one quick thing about Araldis Chapman, too. I think, what was that? especially when talking about the Cubs, like, one quick thing about Chapman is, like, yeah, I, I feel like, like a lot of people talk about Chapman. Yeah, we hear you. You, you just can't hear, hear Rob right now, I think, but we're good. Uh, Okay. When, a, when a lot of people when a lot of people talk about Chapman, like they like to pick out moments and like criticize him, like oh he gave up a home run here, he gave up a home run there. But yo, overall resume wise, like Araldis Chapman has put together a resume already as like a top closer of all time, and he's just gonna keep on going. Like I'm really looking forward to see what his like end career resume is gonna look like. Yeah, he's even though he's like one of the top, I think I think you could say he's in an underrated conversation just because you don't really think of him as. I also don't think of him as like a Mariano. I don't think you even think of him as a Kimbrel. But I think he's definitely starting to cr- climb into that. Oh, he's been doing it for a while. Conversation. Yo, Pat, who, who's your who's your number five pick? My number five pick is going to be Tony Rizzo. Tony Rizzo. Ooh, that's a good one, man. I I, I like I like Rizzo a lot. Uh, for a first baseman, like, yeah, man. For a first baseman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's called? Uh, Again, he's one of those underrated guys because the first base position has been so, you know, like filled for the last ten years that you kind of he kind of goes under the radar a little bit. But Anthony Rizzo, man, uh, I like the pick. Yo, Nick, you're up, buddy. So uh, I officially don't like Pat very much right now because all five of his players I want on my team. Uh, so, but his Anthony Rizzo or Tony Rizzo, I'm not on that kind of name basis with Mr. Tony Rizzo. But it, it leads me to choose my my first baseman, a monster for the Cubbies. Derek Lee. Nice. Ooh, That's yeah. a nice pick. Ah, <laughs> uh, Derek Lee. Yeah, man. He was he was on those teams when, when they were almost there. They had, they had uh, those great runs in the 2000s where they were a fly ball away, you could say. But, yeah, man, De- Derek Lee. Good good pick. Yo, Rob, back to you. You, you. you got your number five. All right. So, since everyone just wants to lock up their first baseman, and, you know, I like to – I like to be included in this and in all of this. I'm going to go ahead and go with Mr. Mark Grace for first base. Mark Grace? Uh, yep. I don't know. I, you I, just I, got Mark uh, Grace. Uh, <laughs> no, look, look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mark Grace, Mark Grace, and me doing my research for Mark Grace, like, I don't know if anyone else saw this same statistic, but did anyone see the statistic about, like, the hits leaders per decade? No. No, I didn't see it. Yo, there was, like, this statistic that I saw earlier. I can't remember all the names, but, like, you know, you're including, like, guys like Honus Wagner, Pete Rose, like, Robin Yount, like, 
and they were looking at like the hits leaders per decade. So like, you know, 1900 to 1909 and then 1910 to 1919 and so on and so on. Yo, Mark Grace was the MLB hits leader from 1990 to 1999. And I was not expecting that at all. Like, and he's the only guy that's like a decade hits leader who's not a that's Hall crazy. of Famer. Like, so he's very underrated. Like everyone else is a Hall of Famer. The only one who's not a Hall of Famer who led the um, a, a particular decade in hits is Pete Rose. And we all know Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Sorry. like for, for Mark Grace to be included in that group of guys, like he, it's ridiculous, man. Like he, I think I read that he led like the entire decade of the, like the nineties to 99 and like hits and doubles. Like, that's insane thinking about, like, the class of players that you had in that decade as well. So, like, I, I think Mark Grace is, like, a very underrated pick for first base. Word? All right, man. I mean, you sold me. Like, I, I'm still going to give you the ugh. But, you know, I, you know. But, but no, after you, after you made your argument, I, I can see that. All right, who's your next pick? All right, I'm going to go ahead and keep strength, strengthening my outfield, and I'm going to go with Mr. Billy Williams. Billy Williams. Billy Williams. Good one. Classic Bill Bill. All right. All right. Let's see who Nick up. You're you're up, Nick. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it current again, and I'm gonna go Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, yeah, man, rookie of the year, MVP, World Series ring. He kind of did it all in in you know two seasons. You you can retire right now, and you'll have like a full career. All right, Pat, we're back to you. All right, so pull my notepad up because I just wrote his name. Alfonso Soriano. Ooh. Ariana. I love it. Dude, I, I forgot you played for the Cubs. I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. He was a beast. Man, when he left that Texas, Yankee mentality, man. This is it. Like, I thought, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Ariana did play for the Cubs for a while, man. He played for, he played for the Nationals, too. He played for yeah. a whole yeah. bunch of random teams. Yeah, well, yeah, I know that one. But, yeah, Soriano was well-traveled. All right, man, who else you got? And then I think I'm going to go take Gabby at catcher. Unless Ooh, I'm going right. to him. They didn't, no. All right. All right. So that goes back to you. Man. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind of a jerk here, and I'm gonna throw Mr. Chris Bryant in left field since he plays out there, and I'm gonna take the other stud third baseman in a Ramos Ramirez. Nice. You're such a cheater. Nice. Yeah. That that's what I do. You know, I'm, I'm using that relief <laughs> that relief pitcher in a starter spot. <laughs> I feel it. A Ramos Ramirez. Yo, yo, blast from the past. Yo, fun fact, I had him in one of my franchises on, you know, PlayStation, and he was, like, my MVP, just putting that he out was, there. He so was he, a beast, both with them and the Brewers, but, man, that, that dude could rake and play the field real solid. He's so good. Yeah, definitely one of those underrated guys, too. All right, yo, Rob, you're up to, you're, it's up to you, bud. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and, you know, potentially put together, like, the Cubs, like, best outfield of all time, and I'm going to take Mr. Andre Dawson. Nice. Really good Hawk. pick. That was my next pick. Damn it. <laughs> you see, man, you're pissing off more people, Rob. What's wrong with you? I have to. I have to because people are out here constantly pissing me off. Like, Nick didn't just steal a Ramos Ramirez from me <laughs> as well. Nice. Like, already Ramirez and Baez, like, it's like, it's the continuation of this thievery. Like, he just doesn't nope. get tired. <laughs> like, man, I'm going to have to look at that. And then for my second pick, uh, let me see here. All right, for my second pick, I'm also going to play the little game that Nick was playing and move people around. And since the catcher position is so weak, I'm going to go with a guy who played some games at catcher for the Cubs, and I'm going to go with Mr. Ooh. Cap Anson, Cap who also just happens to be the Cubs' all-time RBI leader. Cap Anson is the name you get, you're giving me. Yep, Cap Anson. And his, Cap Anson. Oh, wow. 
Bro, I literally just have to Google him. This guy has like your your classic like little mustache that goes around. You know what I mean, like like Raleigh fingers kind of yeah. looking. Yeah, oh, man, dude, he can he can have any mustache he wants with a three thirty four batting average. Ooh, I mean that's true. That that gives you that gives you some uh, some clout out in the good old the hood of nineteen twenty Chicago. Uh, yo, uh, Nick, you're right, buddy. man. You're talking about the 1890s and 1900s. That was Cap Anson, the first ever MLB player with 3,000 hits. Very first ever. Oh my, yo, Cap, yo, go. Cap Anderson was born in 1852. Yeah. What the little hell? <laughs> there we go. Yo, Nick, you're up. He's a catcher too. He's a catcher. <sighs> That's what matters. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, a not very well known name. I'm gonna go with Rig Stevenson in the outfield. Played from 1926 to 1934 for the Cubs. Uh, Rig Stevenson. I gotta look at his face. I have to just because whenever you tell me one of these guys are old as hell, I have to see what kind of ridiculous face they have. Uh, this guy's so old there were no cameras back then. <laughs> no, it's just a baseball glove and a ball. Oh no, Rig, Rig has a solid face. He definitely had like a. I drink before and after games kind of look, but that's okay. we, we, we don't, we don't discriminate. All right, man. By, yo, by the way, before we get to your next pick, Pat, when you said Gabby, did you mean Gabby Hartnett for, yes, for sir, the catcher? The catcher. Yes, sir. Okay. Just making my, sure, man. My apologies. <laughs> You're good, man. All right. Who's your next pick? My next pick is actually the original Jose Altuve. My great grandfather's favorite player, Hack Wilson. He's already picked. Yeah, I think. I got him. Unless there's two. I got Hack Wilson. Oh, you already yeah. picked him? Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear Ooh, you. That's okay. I had a backup plan for that. Did you already take Ron Santo as well? Yes, he's been picked. Yeah, up. yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then I'll go ahead and let me get Phil Cavaretta if no one's grabbed him yet. Have no. Phil Cavaretto? Yeah. Nice, man. He sounds like pasta. <laughs> that, that, that's what that's Daniel's thinking though. about. Uh, he's Daniel, he's Daniel a first baseman, eat. third baseman, and an outfielder. So I mean, yeah, you can move Nick them all around. All like, uh, dude, the requirement is the, the the player has had to play at least one game. And at then that I have another pick, Cubs. right? You can move them around. There you go. All right, who's your next pick? All right, and then um, let me see. I want to go with DJ Lemayhew actually. DJ Lemayhew. Yeah, he was a Cub. Lemayhew played for the Cubs. When the, when did he pay for the Cubs? Before he played for the Rockies. He did. Yeah. He really? Did. That's sneaky. How did, that's sneaky. <laughs> how did he? How did, but he's only yeah, but he's only getting his Cubs stats. Contact hitter in Wrigley, leading off center field. Dead center, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He's only getting his Cubs stats though. Yeah. His Cubs stats aren't bad though. His Cubs stats are, are, are okay second year. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming that we're getting everybody in their prime. I guess. No. Okay. All right. So so my bad. We should explain this to you before. So you only get them. For the production while they're with the Cubs. Oh, well, I mean, I, at this point, it's still DJ LeMahieu. Really? Okay. Well, just because so, I didn't have a backup plan as far as the second <laughs> basement went. That wasn't explained to me before. That's my bad. So. My bad. My bad. That's but look, let's, let's read off some of the stats because he did play 37 games with the Cubs. In those 37 games, he had a 250 average, was on base 262, had a 546 uh, OPS, he didn't play that many games. He was only he was only there for sixty at bats, so it was probably more like pinch hitting work. It was the next year that he was uh, traded to to Colorado. But man, look, the fact that you even remember that he was on the Cubs is sneaky as hell. Because I did not, I, I you know I did not know that whatsoever. Yeah, I mean it was but, either gonna be him or Billy Herman for me at two B. So hey, you don't have, you have time to change it. I'll give yeah, you that opportunity. I'll, I'll switch. Yeah, I'll switch it to Billy. Uh, no, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna switch it to Billy Herman. 
All right, that, that you know we'll, we'll take that because you know what we, we didn't we didn't explain to you the rules, so we'll give you that mulligan. Appreciate it, fellas. That, no problem, man. That, that being said, oh Nick, you're up. All right, let's see. <clears throat> man, my offense is already full. I got to go all pitching to finish this off, which is okay with me. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a little a little Rob right here and just go peak peak year with Jake Arrieta. That's not bad at all. That's 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 really good actually. People forget how good he was with the Cubs yeah. just because he's been so crap the last few years. But this was a did he win the Cy Young? Just one, just the one. Or was he just, yeah. just the one? But he had two good seasons of like just pure dominance. Yeah. Nice man. All right. That being said, yo Rob, you're up, bud. All right, so for my second base selection, I don't think this guy has been picked yet, but I'm going to go Roger Hornsby. Roger Hornsby. He's not been picked. Wow. That is sexy. And that, M- that MVP <laughs> that's season. The, that's the one name Pat heard you say. It was Roger Hornsby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, that's why. Okay, like, not for nothing, but I was like, damn, you going to pick DJ LeMayhew over Roger Hornsby, like, MVP season with the Cubs? Oh, like, but I'll take that pick. Uh, and then for my swing around, because it's it's time for us to focus on a little bit of pitching as well. I'm gonna pick Don't one of my it. favorite. I just, I just wrote his name down, so time. if you pick this guy, you're but, gonna steal the draft. All right, all right. Look, you might write his name down. That's fine, but it's my pick, Nick. Go so for can it. I make I'm not my Daniel. I'm trying to steal his pick. <laughs> like, okay. All right, look. This isn't the American League, so we don't have the value of having a DH. The pitcher needs to hit. So I'm gonna go with three times silver slugger you Carlos Zambrano. Carlos Zambrano. You kicked out of my fantasy that's baseball. A, that's league. beautiful. I'll, that is beautiful. I'll, I want to make that clear. <laughs> three times silver slugger. Three times silver slugger. I literally just picked him for his. Yeah, he's gonna hit cleanup for your team. Jesus. <laughs> he could be your bouncer too. He's he's got a little bit of a temper there. He's probably- dude. Zambrano was like <laughs> Zambrano was a scary dude, man. Like I don't want I don't want to get into a fight with Carlos Zambrano. I think he had like the first like non-stylistic neck tattoo. Does he have a neck tattoo? If he, I don't know if he does. But I don't even, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> man, I, I might be confusing him with uh, Felix Hernandez's neck tattoos. But yeah, no, he's a scary man. Uh, Nick, man, you're up. Ooh, I did not think Zambrano was gonna be said right there. I am for sure pissed. Dude, Nick, you Nick, you gotta know this by now. We're like on what on our third or fourth draft. No, I know, like I know, but the here. only reason I went Arietta first is because I did not right. think you were going to pick Zambrano right there, or I would have gone Zambrano. Oh, oh, no, for sure. Yo, for sure. I'm, I didn't say anything, but I was. if you didn't take Arietta, I was going to take Arietta in place of Zambrano for that Cy Young season. But once you took Arietta, I was like, okay, Zambrano's the only yeah. logical choice right now. All right. This is this go. is going to be a personal favorite because of, uh, because of him playing also with my past favorite team, the Giants. But I'm going to go Rick Russell. Ricky Russell. Tell us a little about Rick Ross, because I have no idea. Uh, who he is. Pitcher, he he was one of the, he was one of the first guys that really did both bullpen. Well not one of the first, but he did both bullpen and starting over his career. Um he just kind of was a steady Eddie. I mean career one point three one ERR whip, which isn't terrible. It's obviously not good. It's about what you'd want out of a major leaguer. Um but on the Cubs list, he's fifth all time for strikeouts and he didn't even play his whole career there. And when he did start, he was a pretty good workhorse. He had two Almost 2,300 pit innings pitch for the Cubs in 130, or sorry, about 100 and 220 games or so. So um, I just like watching him pitch. I remember him on the Giants when I was younger, when I would go to Candlestick, and he, he's got a cop mustache when they weren't popular. Just a good dude. Nice, man. All right, yo, Pat, up to you, bud. All righty. Um, I'm going to go with Rafael Palmero for my next pick. Wow. 
I forgot you play for the Cubs too, man. Yeah, man. Anytime you're in the 500 club, you know, for an outfield, you can't beat that, right? <laughs> Not at all. That's that's pretty good. For some reason, I only remember his uh, Ranger days and his uh, Oriole days. But yeah. yeah, we actually tried to get him back. Uh, quick note: In 2003, when we were in the playoffs, uh, you know how they give the expansion roster or whatever the uh, extended <sighs> deadline, as we call it, right? Well, they put in a tender for Palmero and he denied it. And he didn't want to complain for a playoff team. He wanted to stay in Baltimore. What? <laughs> that's 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 bad yeah. on his part. Yeah, he hated the Cubs so much he didn't want to come back. Yeah, man. Oh man. Well, I mean, he's on your all-time roster team now, so he has to come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your who's your eleventh pick? And then I'm gonna go with Moises Alou. Nice. I love Moises. Moises Alou, man, got got robbed by uh, what's his face? Oh, by Steve Bartman. Oh, it's so great. Well, <laughs> is that a memory that still kind of like you wake up in the middle of the night like that? Oh shit! Like that? That's a nightmare. Did it really happen? Yo, man, true story, man. I was I was watching that game with some teammates of mine at UNLV, and when it happened, like I literally walked out of the I walked out of the building. I was like, yeah, I gotta go for a walk. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can only imagine. Like we're not fans, of, uh, we're not Cub fans, and like we felt like the impact that had on the game. So I can only imagine what that was like. Oh, the yeah. kind of agony you were feeling, man. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> All right, yo, Nick, who's your I'm going to pull in the relief, and I'm going to go with I'm on the Cubs, probably the best stats while on the Cubs, and not their best reliever, but while he was with the Cubs, best whip, best ERA out of the three that I've left. I'm going to go Bruce Suter as my closer. All right, not bad. Not bad. I don't think, I don't think you'd be mad at that one. I think that's a pretty good pick, Bruce Suter. All right, Rob, you're up. All right, these are my last two picks, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take care of the bullpen. Yeah, and go and I was go between him and Bruce Suter. Good pick, good pick. Lee Smith. I'm going to go with Lee Smith for my closer. And then for my last starting pitcher, I want to preface this by saying I think that there are guys who pitch for the Cubs who have better stats, like overall in terms of longevity. But I just like this guy as my third option for starting pitcher. I think he has one of the best changeups in the game currently. And his time with the Cubs – is like he's never had a whip higher than a 1.18 in any season with the Cubs so far. So I'm going to go with Mr. Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks. I know someone smiling right now. Uh, yo, Mr. Eli. Yeah, Eli right now, he's at home. Like, if, I don't know if he's listening, but if he does listen to this, he's probably going to be like, somebody's finally listening to me. Because he, look, man, nonstop, he's probably the biggest, uh, what's it called, Kyle Hendricks pusher there is out there. Like, we make, we make like our top 10 list every year, and he's the one guy like – why isn't Kyle Hendricks on it? Dude, and he will get when you look, <laughs> yo. When you look, when you actually look at Kyle Hendricks' stats, I mean, I'm not gonna make an argument out here for Kyle Hendricks being like a top ten pitcher in the league, but in terms of consistency, he's probably been the Cubs' most consistent pitcher like the last like three or four years. And like I said, he he constantly has a respectable WHIP, constantly has a respectable ERA. Like I think I'm a real big fan of like the changeup, like you know, like Hendricks, like Maddox, like that style of pitching. Like if you can master a changeup. Like, for some reason, I'm, like, a really big fan of that. And I think he has one of the best in the game currently. Um, I think he's an underrated pick. I'll gladly take him as my number three starter. There you go, man. Kyle Hendricks making it. Eli, you better you better like this and smile on it. Like, we, we, we need that reaction from you. Uh, Nick, so this is up. purely a research. No, I'm like, I can't go this route. I can't go this route. I would say purely researching numbers. <laughs> Just do um, it. Just do it. <laughs> I got. So I'm going to go with a guy that I think, I just like to watch pitch. Uh, I think he got a lot of heart. And I think he'd be good in the clubhouse. Uh, uh, Ryan Dempster. Ryan Ooh. Dempster. Okay, because he can he can start and close right. and relieve for me if I need him to. 
That's very true. That's very true. And, and your last four picks were all, were all pitching, so I, I just noticed that. Good for you, man. Ryan Dempster, the Canadian wonder. All right, and now your last pick, Patrick, who you got? Um, what am I looking for? Third baseman at this point, right? I think that's the only spot you need, actually, yeah. Yeah, Bill Madlock, nice. man. Bill Madlock. All right, that's that, that's going to round out your team, man. And, you know, let, let, let's go over who you guys got. You know, first, Pat has the undoubtedly all-pitching team. Like, his 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 first four picks were all-pitching guys that you've definitely heard of, guys who, you know, Hall of Fame-type people. You know what I mean? Uh, Greg Maddox, Hall of Famer. Fergie Jenkins, yep. I'm pretty sure he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Terry Wood, 20-strikeout game. Just some of the best stuff that MLB's ever seen. Unfortunately, injury hit him. But he was one of the – he has he probably has, you know, top 10 all-time history – just as far as repertoire, uh, or all this Chapman won a World Series, probably you know gonna be remembered as one of the better closers in his time. Anthony Rizzo, Alfonso Soriano, Gabby Hardinet, Bill Caverta. Well, how do you say that, Caverta? Yeah, I don't wanna mess that up. Caverta, okay. Calvary, Billy yeah. Herman at second. Rafael Pomero from his uh, Cubby days in the outfield. Alou Moises Alou in the outfield, and Bill Madlock at third base. Bill Madlock kind of sounds like a wrestler. So I like it. Uh, I'll take it. He sounds like he'd be doing some, some MMA stuff now. He's a, uh, a buff black guy with a thick mustache. <laughs> there, there you go. That sounds that sounds uh pretty scary on itself, man. Uh, all right. So now for Nick's team, Nick went the opposite way. He had all his pitchers drafted at the end of the draft, but he started off with some you know all famers of his own. So Ryan Sandberg at second base, Hack Wilson at center field. He absolutely crushed Rob's heart by taking Javier Baez. Uh, then he stayed current with Wilson Contreras, Derek Lee, Chris Bryant, and Aramis Rodriguez. Before going back old school and going Riggs Stevenson, he got Jake Arrieta, Rick Russell, Bruce Suter, and Ryan Dempster as his pitchers. So not, not, not bad at all. And then Rob has probably what I would call the, the all-cartoon character list. He has some funny names. Uh, you know, Ernie Banks on his team, uh, Mr. Cub himself, Sammy Sosa, but did he say he wanted the black version or the now white version? <laughs> no, yeah, black version, full juice version. Yep. Full, full Dominican Sammy Sosa before he... I want I want as many PEDs as you can put inside <laughs> Sammy Sosa. There you go, you have PED... What's it called? What was it called? PED Sosa, yeah, PED Sosa, that's what we're calling it. PED Sosa, all right. Then you got my new favorite name, Mordecai Brown, uh, Ron Santos, the really underrated uh, Mark Grace, Billy Williams, or what I'm going to call him, Bill Bill, uh, Andre, uh, Andre Dawson, the outfield, Cap Anson, which sounds like, uh, what's it called, another like cartoon character, like a superhero, uh, Roger Hornsby, can't believe he went that late, uh, Carlos Umbrano, in case he, he still wants to beat some of your guys up. This- <laughs> Kyle Hendricks to round it out, man. So, yeah, how do you guys feel about your team, man? Yo, I'll, I'll go with you first, Rob. How do you feel about your team? Oh, I feel great. I think I think this is honestly like out of – what have we done? We've done Dodgers and, and Oakland so far. I think this is like my favorite team out of all the three teams that I've picked. You know what? I can make the argument this might be your best team. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Right, yo, Nick, how do you feel about yours? Start it off, I definitely jump with the Wilson Contreras, but uh, I feel happiest with my first – Man, my offense is stacked. My pitching is going to get hit around a little bit, so I better get peak of all of them. But if not, I, I got some good defenders out there, though. 
definitely when I got El Mago out of shortstop, I mean, he takes up at least 40% of that infield dirt and some of the outfield, too. Yo, we're not many team. Your team is offensively stacked, man. Plus, Javi Baez up the middle. Yeah. Not, not, not a bad way to go. Well, Pat, man, how you feel about your team? Um, I like it for the most part. Uh, I went pitching heavy on purpose because the Cubs have a lot of traditional contact and, like, get on base and, and blue hitter guys. So I knew the home run guys would go pretty early, so I just waited for Tony Rizzo. That was a cheap 30 home run guy to grab that first base. Everyone else hits for power. I mean, for contact at this point in their career on the Cubs team. So, you know what I mean? I should be all right. All right, man. Not bad. And, you know, we do this with all our guests, man. We, we want to know a little bit more about you and, like, your Cubs fandom. You know, what's, your, like, your most vivid Cub memory that, like, what's your favorite, like, all-time Cub moment that you remember? Um, I was actually in the stadium for the Frozen Bowl of 2018. That was – I mean, I've been to a million <laughs> Cubs games in Chicago and everywhere else. Um, but that was probably the coolest Cubs game ever, man. We're sitting there. It's literally 19 degrees outside. The Braves players are actually cussing as they're walking off the field because they want them to call the game. And uh, the umps won't do it. So the Blues are sitting there looking at them laughing. This is literally on the field. And I'm sitting two two rows from the from the wall. I'm right there. So you can hear everything on the field. Finally, uh, uh, John Madden walks out and he goes over and he tells uh, uh, Ozzy Albies, I think it is. He goes, hey, man, will you just shut up and play the game? Literally right there on the field. And it wasn't on ESPN or nothing. He just, you know, he, he barked at him a little bit. We finished the game. We ended up coming down from 10 runs and win that game. Hey. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, man. Yo, all right. So you have, you have one of the experiences that, unless you're like a Red Sox fan, you know, you probably don't know. But what was, you know, what was the feeling in 2016 when you know, like, you, you've never seen your team win a World Series. You know the history of it being, like you said, generational thing where no one had seen a World Series. What was that feeling like when you guys won in 2016? Uh, it's, it's surreal, man. You know, like, uh, my great, great grandfather was a Cubs fan. Like, and so I didn't even know him, but there's pictures. And I mean, it's literally a lineage, man. I can send you guys pictures and it's like old people who have money in the South, you know, when they have their plantations or their, their plots of land, it's like that for us as a family, like Cubs forever. And so when you see something that your grandfather and your father and your great grandfather never seen, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's surreal. Like, it's something that I feel so lucky and, and almost undeserving to have witnessed comparing the people that have come before me who didn't get a chance to see that. Yeah, man, look, honestly, like, that kind of puts in perspective, like, what you just said as far as seeing the pictures of your family members. That, that's kind of crazy. That, that, that's got to be a, a really cool experience, man. Well, what about right now? Who, who's your favorite cup player right now? Oh, um, man, it's, it's kind of a tie between El Mago and Tony, man, you know what I mean? The magician, the magician does his thing. It's, it's hard not to like that guy. You know, he's so fast. I think my favorite thing about him, though, is the fact that he, when he knows he has you beat on the tag, he's already letting you know as a catcher that he's got, that your, your throw's good before it even gets there. That is so sick to me. <laughs> that, that is pretty sick, man. Well, I think that's probably, like, uh, his iconic moment, you know what I mean? You know, like, Derek Jeter has a good jump throw. Yeah. Like, uh, Javi Baez has the, has the point in tag. And he's, and then, done it, like, yeah, he's done it four times. He did it twice in the baseball classic for crying out loud. It's just showing it off at this point. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, 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 he's pretty good, man. What, what do you think this season's going to be like for you guys if we ever get this thing started? Um, you know what, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't like this too much this year. I just feel like right now, like, you know, 80 games maybe, you know, 80, you know, 80, 75, 80 games. But the pitching's old. We definitely got to get a lot younger in the front of the rotation. Kyle Hendricks is, I mean, the professor's basically carrying us at this point. Um, hopefully, you Darvish looks like he did in Texas. If we get him and the professor going well, we should be all right. We have closer issues right now. So we'll see how that all works out, man. I just, you know, I think we spent a lot of money as in terms of players on 2016, you know, with Labor Torres and everyone else we sent out of town. 
And so, you know, we knew we were going to pay for that. So hopefully Theo's got us. Yeah, man. I mean, look, you guys could be in a worse position. You know, winning a World Series kind of gives you some leeway, fortunately. So yeah. <laughs> you, you, got, you guys you guys are, are, are in a good position, man. Yo, other than that, yo, Pat, thanks for, thanks for coming on, dude. Hey, thank you guys very much, man. Yeah, no, man. We, 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 hope, we hope you enjoyed it. Yo, Rob, Nick, thank you guys for being on again. Are you guys ready for our next draft? I'm ready. Getting there. Yeah, we're ready, bro. We're ready for all the drafts. Who's our, who's our next draft? I think, Nick, yeah, do you know who our next draft is? Canimer with the uh, Seattle Mariners. So there's going to be like three good players and everybody else. We're going to be like, who is that? <laughs> oh, yo, the Mariners one's going to be, it's going to be one that I think it's going to be cool because I'm actually going to know everyone who's been on it, uh, for that, which might be a first for, for, the, for these uh, drafts on this. But yeah, man, that's, that's going to be a fun one. I, I see some big names coming off, coming off the board. But yo, thanks for being on. Yo, everybody, we hope you're staying safe. We hope your family members are safe and healthy. Thanks for listening to SLAW. Come find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If we get enough followers, we will have Nick start a TikTok, and it will be all Nick dancing yeah, TikTok videos, I promise like you. We will make this happen. <laughs> we'll have Nick and his kids go viral. They'll be the, they'll be the what's it called? The ambassadors for us out here. Disney's, Disney's gonna sue the hell out of you guys for coming through. Copyright infringement. Oh man, there you go. That might be a new name. I, 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 uh, I like that one. I like that one. All right, yo, guys, thanks for being on, man. We'll catch you guys next time. And as always, yo, follow us on everything, yo. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Later.